Welcome to the Modus Operandi Podcast with your hosts, Alan Miller and Dr. David Overby. Recorded on the 22nd of October, 2020, this is episode 211. And now for the show... Welcome to the Modus Operandi Podcast. It's very spooky because it's October. Uh, 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 uh. This is episode 211. We've been doing this for that long. My name is the Spooky Alan Miller. And I'm joined by the one and only Dr. David Overby. As my uh, students used to call me, the scary Dr. O. <laughs> scary D.O. Um, I'm going to apologize. Uh, hello, check one, two. I'm going to apologize. Fuck me. Sorry, I'm going to have to do a lot of editing on this show, I think, before this... Uh, this this microphone should warm up in a minute. Um, yeah, I, I can't even explain to you what this sounds like right now, but it's like a spaceship is, is shooting uh, other smaller spaceships, and, um, and my voice is cutting in and out while I was doing it. Now it's farting. God damn it. I just fucking replaced this capsule. It was like $300. Hello? Hello? Okay, it's it seems to have stopped. Um, so uh, let's see. Let, let's just go back to uh, Doctor David Overby, or as my students once called me, the scary Doctor O. Mister O. No, I can't do this. This is the, I don't know what the fuck's going on with this microphone, but it is just squealing. Uh, maybe it's because of the the recent uh, change in in volume, but I mean, it just as soon as you started talking, it went. <laughs> Sounds like something out of Star Wars. Uh, two check. You gonna do it some more? No, you're going to be nice and quiet when we're not actually doing anything. Nope, there it goes. Does it sound like C-3PO in the background or something? Well, it sounds like a combination of, yeah, it sounds like there's a, a you know, R2-D2's back there um, um, after he's been shot with the with the stun gun. Um, and, oop, and then that was the sound of a power station powering down. Um, and then it also kind of sounds like if you put a microphone in a box full of mute kittens that were wrestling, um, it does that sound. Um, 
I don't know. I guess, I guess this could be interesting podcasting. Uh, the sound of my microphone needing to go back to fucking Audio Technica after only two years. Had this thing for for twenty goddamn years before something went wrong with it, and then I get it back, and within a couple of years, it's it's bad again. Uh, teach me to own an expensive microphone. Um, Dave, there's a debate going on right now. Let let me uh let me give a visual on it. Uh, Trump is uh, gesticulating, um, and Joe Biden is looking uh, astonished. So uh, that's the uh, update on the debate for right now. Um, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm just going to apologize to our our listener. Um, there are going to be weird noises on my end of this. I'll try to get rid of a lot of them, but uh, yeah, this is going to be a. Uh, I hopefully this will this should calm down in a little while, but uh, it is definitely being pesky at the moment. Just imagine that you're um, listening to a, a prequel called R2-D2 Discovers Masturbation. <laughs> Pretty much. In, in a box full of mute kittens. Or mute whatever the... Now, now, now you're getting kind of gross. Yeah, you ain't heard nothing yet, man. Uh, so let's see what's what's happened since the last time we spoke, Dave. Uh, I think the uh, president more got, people have died. Uh, uh, no, no, that's all a hoax. Um, the president got COVID, except he didn't really have COVID, but he really did have COVID. He was extremely sick from the COVID, got exceptional care, which took care of him. Except he didn't actually have the COVID at all. It was just a stunt to get him uh, some popularity, which did not work, which made him angry. Um, he is on uh, steroids and has been uh, since he got it, um, and he's probably demanding that they continue to give it to him because it makes him feel so fucking good. Uh, so he's been an a, absolute raving lunatic, or he never actually had the COVID at all. He's not getting any kind of treatment. He's just having a really, really hard time with the Adderall right now, um, or... Uh, possibly he did have the COVID, but was pretending not to have it so he could fly around the world and stop pedophile Democrats from eating children in pizza basements. Was there something? We like to let the listener make up her own mind. Yes. <laughs> Do your on the research. Modus operandi <laughs> podcast. So. Yeah. Yeah. Search for um, pizza. Satanic cult, uh, uh, pedophilia on YouTube. Just put those words in. I'm sure that you'll get. Op- I mean, just so, so the not best that it information. matters that much. But um, if you are Joe Biden, why would you have debated Donald Trump again? I mean, didn't Trump literally wuss out of the previous debate? Um. Yeah. No, he didn't wuss out of it. He pouted out of it because they wanted to do it virtually because he's supposed to be, oh, I don't know, self-isolating, you know, not going into public, which he, I mean, even though he just obviously wasn't doing because the he's a horrible, horrible human. And... 
Yeah. But I do have to say I was I was pretty sickened last night um when I saw Barack Obama speak stumping for Joe Biden, of course. And Obama actually said we're a good and decent country. And uh he had already said a few things that had me cringing. And then when I heard that, I just, uh, I thought, wow, you know, I'm, I'm definitely ready for Trump to be gone, but I certainly don't miss Obama either. What? Uh, you don't, you don't miss, uh, empty jingoism and, uh, and, uh, neoliberal policies? Yeah, we're gonna replace a president who replaced a president who replaced a president who blew a hole in the cheek of a nine-year-old Iraq girl in 2003 so that we could have somebody start a war in Yemen so that we could have Donald Trump. And I'm just not seeing where the good and the decent fits in. Oh, you mean it over for the country? I don't. I don't I, I'm saying that's. A, I'm guessing that's a hypothetical that you're pre- presenting because I mean we are one of the most flawed nations on earth uh, in in history, and we're that's especially a nice way to put it. <laughs> we're we're especially one of the. I mean, we're just like everything in this day and age. Um, I think that. America is going to be this this rapid blip, you know, this enormous blip, as opposed to, say, the Roman Empire, which went on for how many thousand years? 2,000? Um, <clears throat> or the British Empire, which went on for three or 400. See, it keeps getting shorter and shorter. You had the Egyptians, which were 6,000 years, then the... We're we're America. We've had our time. Apparently, it's over, and we're this is what it's going to look like as we go out. And I mean, the only thing I can say is that at least with Biden, it won't be out and out fascism. But I do think that there is probably going to be a shit ton of violence between. Uh, election time and and i don't know several months after the inauguration because of um the sort of careful stoking that both trump and russia have been doing of i don't know if you've you've heard about this they um a a group of russians were charged and uh uh and or have been indicted uh for uh they basically have either bought or just gotten because they're publicly available voter records, registration records, and have started sending out um, actual physical mail, email, and um, even text messages and phone calls to register Democrats in some of the states where there's a lot of like militia shit going on, and claiming to be the proud boys and saying that they were they you know we know who you are you need to change your your registration to republican now um and that will be an indication that you've gotten the message and you're not going to vote for biden because if you do vote for biden we're going to kill you um seriously and we're talking 
tens of thousands of people that receive these kinds of messages. You know, 2000, that election was decided by 537 votes. So, you mean the year, the 2000 election? Yep, that was because the Supreme Court stopped the recount. It was decided by 537 votes in Florida. Uh, you know, W. How do you see that tying into the Russian misinformation campaign to intimidate because Democratic all, voters? You know, if if you manage to keep a thousand people from the polls, it could be the difference. And okay, so, so you you actually don't agree with all of the pundits who are seeing this as uh, that Biden's going to win in the landslide. Um, I think that probably it's going to be shockingly big, but I prefer to think of it as potentially not. Um, I kind of think it's a, an enormous mistake at this point to to you know sit back and and not be wary. Oh, uh, I agree I, with that. I mean, of course, I'm I'm not I'm in no position to go out and. I don't know, you know, monitor what the people counting mail-in ballots are doing or, you know, just stand around and wait for, you know, some uh, some armed militia guys to come in and fuck with some. I, I, uh, the This American Life had a pretty fabulous uh, episode a, a few weeks ago about uh, a big part of it was was about the um, they, they basically just called up these people that counted the ballots you know the county clerks you know and they're all just like this this conspiracy shit about you know mail-in ballots and and the ballots not be treating that's just insane it's like we're there's tens of thousands of county clerks every single one of them has have has to be screwing up in the same way or has to be corrupt in the same way or I don't know. Just I, 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 it just it makes. There's no way that the system, because it has so many redundancies. Every state has redundancies built into the voting system. You know, so that so that one person does something and somebody else makes sure that they did it right. And that's that's just throughout the country, and it's all these individual people. Uh, one of them, one of them they interviewed was like, you know, I, there's a woman, she came to my vegetable stand, you know, this is her part-time job. She's the county clerk. That's all she, I mean, this is, this is the only time she's busy is during election time, really. And, um, so one of her things was she's got a farm. So she was selling vegetables and this woman that she's known her entire life starts spouting this conspiracy theory bullshit at her oh you know dead people are voting and she said you know i'm the county clerk do you really think i'm going to let a ballot through from somebody that's died in my community and uh, oh uh, you know it's backtracked it to well it's other ones and she's like no no it's all all across the state it's all people like me they're all like me i've met most of them they're all like me and you're saying that some of them are deliberately going to let dead people? Oh no, no, it happens in other states. You know, which the only reaction to that is no, it does not. 
But the, they cannot let it go. And by the time – I guarantee you, buddy, because this is just the way psychology works. Uh, that woman that, that was spouting these conspiracy theories – even though she agreed with her, with you know her neighbor, her friend, person that she's dealt with her entire life, um, agrees that oh, it's not going to happen here. By the time she fucking gets home, she's forgotten all of that, and it's back to dead people voting everywhere. Because conservatives are extremely bad at self-correcting. Uh, liberals are 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 better, but not much better. The only problem is there aren't any liberals in the United States. What? Wait, where do you live? I live in the United States, and I've I've lived in three different regions of the country, and there there aren't any any liberals. So wait, you're I mean, not effective. You're, effectively, you're, there there aren't. I mean, they're they are here and there, but they don't really have any. Uh, presence or influence. All right, in, I, in the I'll country. actually. I'll actually, uh, um, I'll tell you a kind of heartwarming story. I was, uh, uh, one of the reasons I've been having trouble, uh, this week, this week getting together is I was setting up a massive scaffolding order for a job I'm working on. And I had to go get the scaffolding in Shepherdsville. So got to pull this fucking giant trailer all the way out to, to Shepherdsville to, to load up the scaffolding onto, onto this, uh, big, big dual axle trailer. And uh guy that's out there helping me pick it all, and he's, you know, getting the order together for me. And, and um, um, you know, we're, we're just chatting a little about this and that. And when we finally get to the end, um, he's like, yeah, it's, we, you know, you, you, here's how we do it now. That Here's your paperwork's in this box. You take that paperwork. And, uh, you know, we can't, you know, because COVID, you just can't go in and, um, I was like, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's rough. It sucks. And he, and he just said, yeah, well, hopefully with this next president, this shit's going to change. <laughs> this, is just, this dude, I mean, he's like covered in tattoos, big, just, you know, dude that works in a, in a scaffolding yard, filling orders for people. And, um, and he's like, yeah, my daughter's got, got, uh, uh, type one diabetes. Um, you know, so we're not we know this this isn't political this is this is real you know this is this will kill her um and i you know and it just it was so they're they're at some they're everywhere everywhere to some degree i mean you can find a you know a poet and an and an artist and a you know living in small town rural america um that knows neighbors that are just utterly you know polar opposed to everything that they believe in you know whereas they're out trying to you know of like my folks doing an organic garden in the middle of fucking callaway county they're they're there um not not most of them are in the cities gotta gotta i mean that you can just tell that by the senate um but uh, no, no, there's yeah, they're they're there. Now we do we have any greens? No, you know we we don't have a devoted segment of the population that's going to vote for for you know. A, well, I don't know. I, I think I think the American Green Party is a fucking joke. But 
Well, I just I think that on the whole, though, America is a very conservative country, and I think that you have yeah, but you but, have different but, types of of I, conservatives. I, I, yeah. But I also don't think that self preservation and uh, not wanting to die of a disease makes somebody a liberal. I mean, that's how bad things are in America is that we've taken all of these really normal behaviors like we don't want to get sick and suddenly that's what it means to be a liberal. Well, no. It's when you don't want to get sick and you realize you understand thoroughly that the conservative people in this country are don't give a fuck if you don't want to get sick. And you know, I mean, standing against something, you got kind of got to count those people as being in your ranks. You know, even even if you might, you know, argue with them on something. But I mean, here's here's a, I mean, a little. Pro- well, actually, uh, we probably ought to uh, stop real quick because uh, you've probably run out because of all that fucking noise and shit. Um. So, uh, uh, we'll be we'll be right back after this. Feeling hopeless. World politics crushing your spirit? Longing for a time when the future was so bright you had to wear shades? Ask your doctor if the Mopod political time machine is right for you. The Mopod political time machine will return you to the year 1982, where you can live blissfully ignorant of COVID-19. The Trump presidency, reality television, Fox News, and wham! The Mopod Political Time Machine is a computer-controlled IV drug injection system that places you in a coma where, thanks to our patented cocktail of drugs and our carefully constructed authentic 80s soundscapes, you'll live out the rest of your days in the era of big hair as happy as you're likely to ever be. We have a very limited number of these time machines available, so order yours today. Mopod Political Time Machine will cause premature death. Side effects can include being in a coma, loss of up to 28 years of memories, divorce, diarrhea, bunions, gout, bed sores, matrix, red pills, blue pills, fight clubs, and instant death. Mopod Political Time Machine. Don't you want to go? Uh, let's see. So where was I? Uh, there's okay. There's a there's a mile wide sort of libertarian streak in this country. Um. And I, you know, I, I think that uh, that my brother and, and to a certain degree you are 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 part of the liberal libertarian um, uh, segment, which is utterly unrepresented. I mean, there's just there's no doubt about it. Uh, and there's this sort of, I, and I see this. I, I'm trying to remember this this dude's name. He's he's a he's a kind of a big presence on on twitter and and in the uh the political universe who is just an absolutely i'm i'm only going to vote third party because blah 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 blah. and uh it seems as though there's a lack of pragmatism in this sort of this just absolute purity expected you know if you if you don't you know i i may agree with you on Five out of eight things. But because of those other three, you're not a liberal. But I am because I those other three things. 
And of course, that person might go, well, but you don't agree with me on these two things. But none of the people that you're talking about have the chance to argue back with you. Um, so I, I just, to, to me, it seems there, uh, there's a purity test here. And, and it just, it seems suspicious to me to, to um, just, just to, to paint with a broad brush. Uh, especially considering the just turmoil and shit that's happened, you know, the the last year, um, I think a lot of people have have seriously altered their thinking on you know what's important and what to expect from 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 um, from their elected officials and whatnot. But I think you've also got to just just. Um, I don't know, kind of bear down and realize that there's there's um, there's a lot of people that are close to you, but you know are f- closer to the middle than you by quite a bit. But compared with that one ravenous third that are just insane fucking right wing, there's a big gap between most Americans and the absolutists. Um, and there's a small group to the left, and I think that you you want to be in that group, who are absolutist on the left. And that's just senseless. I mean, you can't... Nothing is going to happen by being absolutist because nobody's going to let you be absolutist. That's never going to happen. But I don't want to be a part of any group, and I don't really claim to be a part of any group. No, you are. You most assuredly are. You're part of a really sort of of pissy far left group that is just like if you're not with me, you're not you're you're not good. Uh, You know. When have I ever said that? Well, uh, you know, uh, are are conservatives good? What's that? Are conservatives good? Are conservatives good? I think that America is way too conservative. That's my position. Okay, and you, I did, don't you really... did not answer the question. Do you think conservatives are good? Not American conservatives, no. Okay, so then you think that most people are not good in America. Well, yeah, I have no problem with, with that. I mean, I okay, think that... so the... I, what are you going to do with that? Other than stew in your juices, because definitely telling people you're not I mean, any what, good what because you you're, to, you're not. What are you going to do with it? I am constantly trying to to talk, explain liberalism to people that don't really understand it um, in a patient kind of way, and I'm never ever going to tell somebody that because I don't know they don't they don't they don't really have that strong of opinion about tax policy. That they're just fucking, you know, a bad person, because I mean that's that's you know most most conservative, you know, a conservative they they don't want to you know they don't want money wasted. So I go okay, I understand that principle. However, and then so you, this really it, isn't a discussion about politics. It's more about you promoting your self image as this. Patient, no, wise, no, 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 emotionally no, 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 no. mature you have, person. You have just said that most Americans are bad people. Haven't you? 
because that's not my experience with them. I, you know, even even some some people that I don't agree with on at any level politically, not that bad of people, you know, person to person. I've got my neighbor over here. He's a fucking gun toting Trump voting son of a bitch. He would fucking come over here and cut help me cut a tree down in a second. Um, you know, I mean, he's not a horrible person. He's dumb. Um, he's politically wrong, but he's not bad. Well, I would say that that's really accurately what I'm saying. I mean, there's a difference between what do you think of people politically? What do you think of their politics? And then I guess the the deeper question of what do you think of them as human beings? So I'm not all that interested in taking an evangelical stance like I think you're doing and talking about the core of the human soul. But I do think America is a rotten place. And I don't think America is a good and a decent place. And I think that if America wants to be a good and decent place, that it has to be willing to confront the fact that it is not. And I and I just I also think that you've got to look at um, what America is collectively, and I think you have a a bad habit of only wanting to break things down and compartmentalize them and look at things in percentages and groups. You've got to look at the whole as well. And America is a rotten place. Uh, you were talking about the two thousand election, and I mean certainly. Since the turn of the millennium, it's really, it's it's really been awful. And and no, I don't think that anyone is is all that great. And I don't feel the need to ally myself or uh, identify with any of these uh, groups or to have other people frame the discussion of uh, the political situation for me, so that I can please them. Um. So uh, okay, but here's the so, thing. So, I mean, so, if we're so, talking, so, if we so got an election coming up, and we're talking about a, a, an election. Here's the thing. I mean, I've always voted Democrat, uh, with the exception of the 2000 election when I when I voted for Ralph Nader. I did too. Actually, um, cheers. So, well, I mean, there you go. So, I mean that that's a we're pretty we're obvi- when it comes to politics. I mean, we're. Uh, yeah, we're, but we're you've got pretty much similar as, in terms, as far as, in terms the, of the as far as the str- voting. the strategy goes with with voting for Ralph Nader is both of us knew uh, were you voting in uh, in Kentucky or in Colorado? I was voting in Kentucky that year. Yeah, so our votes were fucking meaningless. You know, I mean, they, we, we you knew, I knew, everybody knew who was going to win Kentucky that year. But we managed to get um, uh, something like eight and a half or, or nine percent uh, for Nader in Kentucky that year. Um, it would not have made a goddamn difference if every single one of us had voted for Gore. Um, and it made sure that that um, independents were on the ballot for the next, what, three elections, I think? I think that's the way it works. Um, so Ed, that actually did make a difference. I mean, here the thing with an election, 
and uh, and I'd like to come back to this this idea that 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 there are no liberals because I think that's just insane because some of the greatest liberals that have ever been published in history have been from from America. Uh, you know, us in a smattering of French and and uh, ex Soviets and uh, but um, the the. Ah, oh, fuck. Now I forgot what my point was before that because I, I got started thinking about well, that. Well, just let so, me, uh, while, while you're recollecting that, the the point I was going to make about <clears throat> my politics is that I've always voted Democrat. And let me let me count them off real loose. There's 88, there's uh, 92, 96, 2000, 2004, 2008, 2012, and uh, 2016. So what? that's eight presidential election cycles and then mixed in there are midterms and congressional elections. The number of things that I've gotten politically are zero. I'm 51 years old. I've always voted Democrat. I've gotten nothing. Now there's nothing pragmatic about getting nothing. You know, pragmatism means you don't get everything. And I understand that. I think, most of us understand that. Um, but the idea that I'm not pragmatic because I actually want to get something, you know, I want to get one of the 10 things that I really want over the course of 32 years. <laughs> um, and I'm not getting anything. And the, the truth of the matter is, is I feel uh, politically, I feel more alienated. Uh, than ever. I mean, especially since 2016 and the complete denigration of of Bernie Sanders. Um, so yeah, there was th- that would be uh, that, that would be you the, know that's the, that's the problem with with uh, and and this uh, this goes and, to, and you can't be a Bernie Sanders supporter without being uh, a puritist. Because um, that's just the the label that people stick on you, no, I, which is well, the same I, I thing that the Republicans yeah, do. And, they and, they but, call but everybody a socialist. I, I think Dave, or Marxist, see, like here's, Scott Bayo, talking that, about the Happy Days reunion. Here's something that you have denied or ignored repeatedly in the past. A, a great deal of what has happened with Bernie Sanders um, was because of 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 Russian bot farms. I mean. There, you've heard of the Bernie Bros. Yes, I don't deny that do you, at all. Do you know? I'm not, do you I'm know not, any of them? Do you uh, know? No, you know, I don't. I know, and I, and I, and I, made I know. Point at the, at almost, the time, that almost I, everyone I know is a Bernie supporter, and none right. of them are these fucking online assholes who apparently attacked everyone that had even the slightest question about. Sanders is, uh, and especially if they were on people on the left, that's who would be just assaulted by this just army of assholes, and they were all fake. But that happened to the reporters that were reporting on Sanders. It happened to the producers, to the editors, to the people that put the put the uh, the news out there. It happened to the voters. It happened to. Uh, the news, you know, the the news anchors at little local radio, uh, TV stations, and radio stations. Um, I mean, they it was a coordinated and careful effort 
to just demonize Sanders because the Soviets were terrified of having somebody that would establish a comfortable order in the country. That's the last thing that they want because, you know, they've already got, you know, all these very successful socialist countries that are just utterly, you know, they're just on their border, France, etc. The most important thing to the Russians is to fuck up shit in the United States. And they do that with, with these disinformation campaigns. And they were super successful with Bernie. They weren't as good this last time. But so many people that were quote unquote undecided or just didn't vote that were you know quote moderate um that are definitely going to vote this next time around because shit's been so fucked up um they weren't part of that the equation for those russian attacking people and they were doing the same shit but i mean it is as lame as it is because they should be able to 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 cite this shit instantly, but um, Twitter and Facebook and whatnot have been pretty active shutting shit down. Of course, they've shut me down now. Um, we can we uh, try remember to come back to that because Facebook has has blocked me for something I posted in 2015. I am not fucking shitting you. The uh, Mopad podcast with Alan Dimitri Miller. Oh, well, <laughs> it's like I, I'm a I'm a. Uh, this is it's happened to me multiple times. I'm opposed to the Ku Klux Klan, and it is my posts in opposition to the Ku Klux Klan that the face, right, and that Facebook makes you too liberal. That, that that proves my point. I don't. I don't know. I, I there's something fucking really wrong with this because one of them was no comment or anything. It was a Clay Bennett cartoon. You know, this is a published cartoonist, and it was a it was straight up his cartoon with his signature on it and everything. Um, of Donald Trump in a Klan hood. That violated community standards, which I'm thinking me and uh, the other ones were uh, Klan rally and, and another cl- uh, bunch of Klansmen. Um, and both, but they were all memes saying how horrible those people were. But they violated community standards. Um, so I, I don't know. Hey, let we, me, let we me pro- jump in here and, a- and ask you a question. Can you be an outspoken supporter of a candidate who voted to start a war? No, uh, that that was that was a bad war. No, and you, you be know, consider, you know, and be you know, considered you know a what I I can be is I can be an outspoken opponent of a fucking idiot fascist. I, I you know I. I at this point, just the way that the system works, and there's no way we're going to change it between now and November, is that we've got a choice between oh sure the I'm fucking, not, I'm not the fucking tangerine that. Idi I mean, Amin already, and this and this voted. fucking warmongering asshole. That for, I, I mean, he's not an asshole. I'm sorry. That, I've I've got a feeling Joe Biden is probably somebody that you would actually enjoy talking to. He would. I, even you, I bet he would argue with you in 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 ways that were friendly and intelligent. And if you were to fucking try, even try to have a discussion with Donald Trump, he would have you escorted from the room. And uh, same with me. I, there's just no fucking way he would stand to be 
to have someone oppose his ideas. Um, these, whereas these I think people who I think you're calling liberals, though, describe to me what about them is is liberal. Uh, let's see, uh, wanting a lot of abortions, eating babies, um, pedophilia is good, and what was the other thing? Uh, oh yeah, Satan worship. Uh, hey, listen, we we need to uh, break for your uh, for your phone. Um, uh, so uh, we'll be sure. right back All after right. this advertisement. Um, and seriously, uh, you know, I on behalf of everybody here at uh, Mopod Industries, I, I I just I can't I just I just can't apologize enough for what just happened with the with the Robo Liquor. 2000 i i um so anyway we'll we'll be right back after this uh apology the following message comes from robo liquor incorporated to our thousands of loyal and very satisfied customers we here at robo liquor incorporated apologize for the recent issues with our controller app Russian hackers took control of all Robo Liquor 2020s for a brief period of five days last month. You may have noticed your phone heating up as you use the patented Robo Liquor 2020 and odd behavior from your Robo Liquor 2020, such as leaving the toilet, coming into your living room, and changing the channel to OANN or Fox News. We would like to reassure you, our value customers, with our most recent version of the app, your Robo Liquor 2020 no longer sends all your personal data to shady Russian hacker farms in Siberia, and does not and will never again send a constant stream of both of your phone's cameras to the same hacker farms. Despite these initial flaws in the app, we thank all of our users who refuse to part with their Robo Liquor 2020 and openly blocked intelligence officers from confiscating their RoboLicker 2020s. They're that good. So remember, your RoboLicker 2020 no longer spies on you and will continue to give you the deep satisfaction that only comes from getting your anus licked clean as a whistle. Just ask any RoboLicker 2020 owner if you can get them to come out of the bathroom... Robo Liquor 2020. It's not spying on you anymore. And we're back here at the Modus Operandi podcast. I think this will be the uh, last podcast that we're going to do uh, before Donald Trump becomes a lame duck president. I hope, God, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> He's. I mean, he's. It, that's the thing. He's he's running like he's not president. Have you noticed this? I just you know. We told a rally in North Carolina that oh they don't want me, they don't like me, and he was apparently just begging women to vote for him, and then he left the the rally early. Uh, I mean, Republicans though are notorious for playing the the victim. And branding themselves as the uh, type of people who are the target of of their own attacks. 
Oh my God! But, he's, but, but he's I have just, to say that's another that's another way. He didn't even try to hide it. In in which um, I think Americans have uh, betrayed themselves as certainly not being uh, liberal is the way that they've given the Republican Party a free pass because all of the criticism is on Donald Trump. There hasn't been really any criticism of the Republican Party. It's, it's almost been like it's it's been a um, a benefit for the Republican Party to have this horrible president who then uh, attracts all of the criticism that really should be given to the party as a whole. I mean, one, because there, there's not anything different about Donald Trump and the Republican Party. Uh, and two, since Trump is the president and he's a Republican, the Republicans have to own the fact that he now is the leader of their party. I mean, they stand for what Donald Trump stands for. You know, it's funny. Trump is like... The Republicans always tried to be, uh, before Trump, they were always awful. You know, they were always trying to basically scam money for themselves and their friends. But they were always incremental about it. Even under Newt Gingrich, you know, there was an incrementalism to it. It's like, okay, let's let's cut the taxes a little bit here and a little bit there. And Trump comes in, and he's like the pure Republican id. He just, okay, we're going to cut taxes. We're going to just just slash them in a way that, that it, it, it only helps us rich people. And they did it. And he, by repeating over and over again, this is, this is the only thing that he's good at is, the, is repeating the lie of just saying over and over again that X is true. It's a pyramid scheme. It always has been. And he's just managed to stay one step ahead of the collapse. But I think you're really just describing the natural dynamics of all political processes. I mean, they always build momentum oh, I just, that's a, that's going what I'm, toward that's a what certain... I'm saying. That he is the distillation. I mean, he is, he is, he, uh, you know, if, yes, it's, it's on steroids, which he was for a while. I know you, do you, do you, you don't do Twitter, do you? Not really. I mean, I, I look at it, but yeah, I, I've, he's, I do follow, uh, 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 the, the, the Tangerine E, I mean, and, uh, he lost his fucking mind. When they put him on the steroids for for uh, COVID, he started. He was his, but he had I, already I lost his mind. I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, I know it's it's just amplify how fucked up he was before, and just fucking like put a giant fucking motorcycle engine on. It and go, Rah! it's like that's what happened, and. There's been what fucking what was that that senator sass the one that they 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 caught on tape just talking honestly about Trump and it's like you know it, this is what you're telling people in private but you're supporting this son of a bitch in public 
there it's just the level how craven craven it is and of course the problem with that is why is it that democrats were so utterly unsuccessful in doing any of the really big things they wanted to do when barack obama was elected it's that's a good question it's it's because the Democrats disagree with each other, and they say they do it publicly, and then they have to to deal with it um, on the floor. Um, Obama was too conservative, and they Pelosi is just worthless. That's why. She, well, so I mean, you're agreeing with me. I mean, they're they are too they're too conservative, and I mean, I'm, I hate to again be a purist or oversimplify things, but you can't be conservative. And be liberal. I mean, that's these distinctions become totally useless if you're always trying to qualify them or to. Wait, wait, wait. Um, what, what's what's difficult to understand about? Uh, um, yeah, they're a liberal, but they're too conservative for me. I, I mean, do, do you not see how that's just sort of like a, a a weight against them, not necessarily pushing them into the, you know, quote unquote conservative column. It's saying that they're not liberal. Otherwise, it just sounds like double talk. I mean, you can't ride the fence on everything. It can't wait. be, okay. well, they're liberal, but they're too conservative for me. No, they're not no, liberal no, no. enough. I, I, mean, I see, I see I mean, that. Which is it? I mean, I the, see that spectrum like a. Are you familiar with a VU meter? It would be on, like on the old tape recorders. It would, it would be a. A long sweeping. Right, I know needle. everything's on okay. a pendulum or a, yeah, yeah. a spectrum, and so, so, I, I get it. But that doesn't mean that just because uh, this pot of water is two hundred and fifty degrees Fahrenheit and this pot of water isn't four hundred degrees Fahrenheit, that the two hundred and fifty degree Fahrenheit water isn't hot. I mean that again. The, the descriptive terms become completely useless if you're just always going to have them. Um, hide oh, okay. Okay. Or here's, be, here's here's the thing: is 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 there vague within? This, is there uh, such spectrum? a thing as moderate, or is it uh, is it th- only conservative and liberal? Well, I th- I think that if you want to be uh, talking in a in open, clear, and honest way, I think that it helps to to confine it to to liberal and conservative because moderate again is. Riding the fence, and no, it's a it's, way it's of the middle avoiding any kind of of um, look. I mean, here's the thing: if you support a war economy, you are not a liberal, as far as I'm concerned. Now, if you want to come up with some junk definition of a liberal, where no, you no, can I'll, somehow I'll, be I'll, I'll agree pro with, war, I'll agree and with that. Still one. a liberal? <laughs> then yeah, go no, ahead. No, I'll, I'll agree with those. So that's, I mean, that's my that's my position. So you you don't think there's very many Americans that that are that have that position? No, not at all, man. Huh, really? I mean, I I you can uh, look. First of all, I was old enough when nine eleven happened and the Afghanistan war and then the Iraq war in March of two thousand three. I'm old enough to remember all of that, and most people were either just outspoken eager for war and really praising Cheney and and Bush, or they just really had nothing to say. Uh, They're just, I mean, except of course for people like yourself and the, the, my 
real personal inner circle. But that's the problem when we're talking about politics. There, there were, we're talking about uh, society. There were, there were no, huge anti-war protests. There were millions of people that protest, protested uh, before we went into Iraq or when we went into Iraq because they just went in. I mean, there were a huge protests. Okay, and, and what kind of uh, influence does, does that movement have in terms of our political parties? Not enough. That's obvious. There you go. However, I... however there's a younger, there's a, <laughs> hey, there's a, all right. I'm not arguing with you that we do not have a strong liberal party in this country. The Greens, as I said over and over again, American Greens are a fucking fraud and a joke. Um, there's the American Socialist Party. They're doing a little local work. Not bad. You know, it's it's the way to do it, but they're just slow. And they've the word socialist has been demonized for for fucking four generations at least. Um, it doesn't work as well as it used to, which is encouraging. But it's it's it, here's here's you've got the nihilist view, nihilistic view that that uh, everybody's awful and nothing nothing will work. Whereas I have the nihilistic view. That people are great, and nothing's going to work. That 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 actually people are quite interesting, and and there's there's like all these multiple layers, and some people are like this, and some people are like that, and trying to figure out where all those things mesh together because that's interesting and fun. But I still think we're fucked, and I just would like to to be. I would like to be, for my period of time between now and the time I die, to be not under a fascist. So, I, you know, which seems pretty pretty simple. You know, don't want to live under a fascist. And get rid of the fascist. And then, once you've gotten rid of the fucking fascist, that is when you try to have a revolution because you've gotten rid of the fucking fascist. But Well, I mean, if you're talking about revolution, um, you, you kind of have to have hey, a revolution you know. w- whenever you, you, you have to have one. But, I mean, what's really the difference between... The Founding Fathers a, thought we would a, have it every four years. A, a strong liberal party and a liberal party. I mean, that's kind of what I mean by your. Um, a strong, sometimes liberal, a strong, over, a strong liberal party of, is of, one uh, that will actually win seats, qualifying um, things and breaking things down into numbers. And, yeah. and again, when you're talking about human beings, um, if you're 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 looking at them as these individuals and and again i'm trying to talk about the collective looking at america as a as a whole i would also say that having been fortunate enough to uh travel around the world uh you're you're failing to observe a distinction that i make that i i do think that human beings are good but i don't think that americans are good because i don't think americans want to be good i think that americans are 
snobs and they look down on any kind of basic human virtue. They see it as touchy-feely and, well, like you were saying earlier, you're a puritist. You know, almost like you're kind of a, a retard, a simpleton, a you know mentally um, arrested uh, person, and um, and you're just going to be a bad person if you uh, let that idea uh, in, in, entrench itself. Uh, hmm. uh, I, I I remember in France in Paris talking to a, a guy that that worked at the uh, train station. We, we had a long wait for a train. Just, they were hanging out smoking and, and, and uh, uh, my girlfriend and I were just, just in the area and I heard, they said something and I, I, I just was, I had to interject because it, it, that it, it was, they were, they were actually missing my perspective. I said, Hey, I'm from America and I can tell you about that thing. And we ended up getting in this long conversation about about religion and um, and uh, politics and how they you know the, the the these people were discriminated against and this party was against these people but this party was for and the complexity of of French politics um, the way that that sort of disparate persons can affect uh, you know you this way whereas this other person over here is going to affect you this way and that's kind of the way they make decisions there are broad decisions kind of like we've got with the with the you know voting for president uh, but there's the the all the local in in parliamentary voting that goes on there that allows them to get truly representative government where you've got people that are really different from that person and really different from from the other and our system prevents that it literally does the house of representatives is probably about as close as we're going to get to to something that's representative and it's not really uh, because we've got hundreds of mil no t- tens of millions of people that that are american citizens that can't vote uh because they live in certain places uh but it's the it's the the senate that that makes us just well supreme court kind of too but uh the the way that the senate is overly representative of rural Areas, over, uh, rural areas are overrepresented in in our in our system. I oh, agree with you. I also would agree that the electoral college is a is a disaster. I can't oh, that's imagine a, that's a racist remnant that needs to be gone. Benja- Benjamin Franklin or any of the other founding fathers saying that the point of having elections was so that the candidate that got the most votes would not win. Like that was never the point of the electoral college. But ultimately. Whatever kind of system that you have, um, it's really going to be the people, like the living human beings in that population that are going to determine what the system does. And, uh, I mean, the problem here is that we just don't have um, anyone other than 
conservatives in our in our population. If you if you look at America as a whole, and if if you look at the uh, the power and influence that is wielded, it is always conservative. Now, it's not necessarily a monolithic conservatism, but I think sometimes you make the mistake of thinking that since one group of people isn't identical to another group, that it is opposed or that it's, uh, it is ideologically distinct from. Um, I would agree that it's a minority of Americans that are the drooling, loud, I think you've called them the noisy minority type, like the domestic terrorists that occupied the the uh, Michigan Capitol and tried to kidnap the um, uh, Governor Gretchen Oh, the Whitmer. governor, and they were, they were going to get a but whole bunch of cops, mean, too. Just fucking nuts, right. That man. doesn't mean, though, that, that everyone that doesn't have a, a bad version of a ZZ Top beard and <laughs> looks like that they are, um, you know, ready to invade Hemland province um, is automatically not really conservative. Uh, and I, I just have to think about all of the Hillary Clinton supporters in 2016 and look at all of the things that they, these people stood for or that they did, or that they did not oppose. And the first thing of course, is the vote for the Iraq war. Her vote for the Iraq yeah, war she, she, did not she was matter never to those apologetic people. about that in the and least it still way. doesn't matter because Joe Biden also voted for the Iraq war. And I'll agree with you that the circumstances are so bad in this specific election that, yes, you should go ahead and vote for Joe Biden. But it doesn't mean I have to be a robot and just nod my head and say, OK, let's all do that. And then there's nothing else to talk about. Um Oh no! Well, well see. That, speaking I, of, like, no, I agree with you. Let's completely say that now, Biden so. is going to win. Kind what's going to happen? Fingers crossed. What's going to happen? Because that's what I'm concerned about. Like, what's going to happen after the election? Because, oh, I'm glad that I remember this. Let me bring this up real fast. There is this. Uh, I don't think I'm getting this uh, term exactly right, but I think that I'll explain. Hey, wait, it wait, adequ- wait, 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 wait. Come, come back to it. Let's take a break, and we'll, we'll do one last segment and finish up okay. the show. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah, Dr. Uh, Overby's uh, psychological segment coming up here on the Modus Operandi podcast. Yeah, and we, I don't, I, fuck, I've got no idea what this ad is, but I, I hope it doesn't uh, hurt you. Sexy Nights, what COVID lockdown's all about. Yeah, sexy. But sometimes sexy COVID times lead to little Little oopsies. oopsies. Well, when you've got a little oopsie on your hands, reach for the Mopod brand tactical abortion pistol. It's quick. It's loud. And it's fetus hunting ammunition will take care of your little oopsie before you can say, make my day. Mopod brand tactical abortion pistol. Get yours today. So, Alan, um, I want to bring up this uh, psychological uh, phenomenon known as retropsychosis. And uh, the idea is that it's always right after a crisis has been resolved that people's problems 
really uh, come into focus. And an example of this is a family dealing with a terminally ill loved one. And uh, sadly, finally, the, the uh, loved one dies. And then all of the attention is paid to the funeral and so forth. And the, the idea is that the crisis is a way for everyone involved just to focus on this one undeniably um, really bad and important thing. But once this really bad and important thing resolves itself, all of the other troubles and problems and challenges that were, that were there, but they were overshadowed by the crisis, now they come back into focus and have to be dealt with. And that's where I see America right now. Like, uh, yes, you know, uh, Donald Trump has to be removed from the White House and yes, right now, dealing with the coronavirus pandemic is is really the the challenge of of our lifetime. But November the third is less than two weeks away, and uh, eventually we will either have to learn to live with the virus as endemic to our society, or uh, these vaccines will actually come through with us in. Uh, in a timely manner. So wh- that's kind of where I see America heading is you know, all of these problems that we've actually been able to uh, forget about, like remember climate change, remember income inequality, remember being at war in Afghanistan for 19 years, remember the war on drugs and prohibition and you know racial violence. Now, the one thing that has definitely come to the forefront along with the pandemic has been... Um, the you know violence toward uh, Black Americans with the killing of you know Breonna yeah, Taylor and that's George an Floyd. Interesting. Wait, wait, hold, hold on a second. You you talked about, but in terms of retropsychosis, what I'm asking, you know, at least answer this first briefly before you want to go in whatever direction you want okay. to go in. But just, what is going to happen after Joe Biden gets elected, assuming he does get elected? Um. Okay. So. Wait, are you meaning between uh, the the time that the election is called and inauguration? I'm I'm talking about let's assume Joe Biden gets elected, I, then see, what that's, then that's, what happens? That's the problem. I'm going to let's assume that he gets elected. It's a landslide. What happens right after that? In between the time while Trump's still president and I'm talking about Trump supporters, his heavily armed boogaloo motherfuckers who've already been openly discussing armed assault um, if Trump does not win the election. Um, You know, I mean, these are a bunch of yahoos, but they could kill a whole bunch of motherfuckers by being dumb. Um... Yeah, these is I mean the same fucking people that 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 wanted to uh kidnap the the governor. Uh what Whitmer. I, right, dude, right. dude uh, that that just uh, I don't know if you read about that thing, but um I mean it was going to be a whole fucking ton of people. Wait, what was the original question you asked me? What's going to happen after Joe Biden right, becomes president? Right after he's uh, so let, let's say let's say there is a smooth transition of power somehow. 
and there's not a whole lot of turmoil and shit that he's having to deal with you know the instant that he you know he, he's having to 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 do the 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 pledge uh you know inside of a building because of snipers um um I, you know, the only thing that he's said recently that is an absolute, he said, and he's, this has been in the last few days, pot needs to be legal and all criminal charges because of pot need to be expunged. That um, it needs and, to be legal or decriminalized? Legal was his wording. And Biden said this? Biden said this. I think Harris fucking slapped him Made upside him the head it. about that. Yeah. Bitch slapped him. Yeah, well, you know, I don't like Harris very much. and Never, never did. She was, I, I just, she's a fucking cop. But at the same time, she is a sassy bitch. And I do like, I do kind of like that. Um, and she does, you know, she holds relatively leftist views. She's not Amy Klobuchar. God, for fuck's sake, yes. You know, I, Amy Klobuchar would have been a conservative Democrat back when when there were, like, layers to... She would have still been a... She would have been a, a Democrat, but a conservative Democrat. Um, and I, I think she was. she's been restrained by the fact that that's not really how it works anymore. Yep, that's big mistake our founding fathers made was not not outlawing parties. They talked about it. You mean just saying you you can't have parties? Everybody's just going to have to run. Yeah, you have to run. You have to run platform. as an individual. Yep. That would have been interesting. Of course, the whole world operates according to. <laughs> Party politics. Yeah, but that's so that's because of us. I mean, everybody's echoing us. I, I mean, even Britain is echoing us. The only thing, I mean, they just were smart. They also have a really bad response to the COVID-19. Oh, my God, are they ever. But, yeah, almost every democracy on Earth has, has you know, we are we are a, were a role model when they were being established. And what if we had outlawed parties? You know how different would the world be if it was if it was truly populist? Well, I mean that's an interesting uh, uh, question, but I think the more uh, uh, intriguing discussion, though, is I mean let's go back to the prediction that you just made. So, am I to take that that you're suggesting that Joe Biden becomes president, and then finally we catch up with Canada, that that exotic? country canada and the land of the free we just go ahead and make oh, pot no legal? no we're absolutely not going to catch catch up with canada i mean we will have you know legalized pot and it'll be fine but we're not uh, going to have a universal health care system you're saying right now that joe biden gets elected president that pot's going to be nationally federally legal no i'm going to say he's going to start pushing for it to happen 
but but but, but no, he, he did he did say he would immediately decriminalize and he and pardon people with uh, you know with. with well, now see, that's what I think that he did say. I have not heard him say legalize it. I have heard him say decriminalize. And no, expunge. he said he said absolutely. I, this, I mean, I, I can remember this quote from a okay, podcast. F- f- it f- it f- should enough. be legal. Uh, uh, fair enough. But does it actually happen? And if it does, you know, when? Because it's a fair question. You know, I, mean, does it- I don't, I actually kind of think that there's a good chance. There's a there's a decent chance that it, it might occur in the four years. Because, see, well, you see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I can remember you n- not all that long ago saying that in your lifetime, you know, you wouldn't see legal legal pot um, in, in America, and then it started happening, and it happened quickly, and a lot of it. And there's gonna be more state by state, even if the federal government doesn't do anything. There's still gonna be more, and I'm 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 gonna bet money that within six years. Um, that you will be able to buy that there will be pot stores in Kentucky in six, six years. Six years. Yep. This is this is after we're going on a hundred years of prohibition. Yep. And you make it sound like, oh wow, you know, this isn't going to take that long at all. I mean, I, what I would be willing to say is, if if it were going to happen, it would happen fairly. Quickly, and the way I look at it, after Biden gets elected, and if it doesn't happen very quickly, then I would start to be worried that uh, that prohibition is just going to get entrenched. Well, that, uh, at the that, national see, that's, level. that's the thing is that is that precedence is that prohibition. You know, you you make it all of a sudden a lo- a state or local. Level, you know, the state decides if they want it to be a local level thing, but you distribute it because that's what they did with prohibition. Um, you know, po- prohibition is still a state by state. You know, you accept it, and then you know the states have their own rules for the for the end of prohibition, which which is why Kentucky was this patchwork of fucking utterly dry counties. Yes, but you, but you're talking about alcohol prohibition, right? And that only lasted 14 years. That, that's, that's an example of how you know, yeah, America, but it had it had an effect that lasted until to you know until today. There's still well, no, dry counties in Kentucky, right? But it's not like you can't have alcohol in a dry county. It's yeah. it's nothing close to the same thing. Eh. Probably not hugely different if you live close to Canada, but I, I, I don't know. At this, I just can't wait for this election to be done, and then I'm gonna just have my ass clenched for I don't know how long is it? Three months? No, two months? Month and a half? <sighs> Well, that's what's going to happen. I mean, I, I November third is actually going to is going to come and go, and then there's going to be November fourth, twenty twenty, and you know, on through till the end of time, and you know, life will not have gone away just because the November third election happened. 
And uh, well, see, I mean, here's here's my worry. Those those assholes that have been showing up at at the like the back, Black Lives Matters um, um, protests and and you know driving around the, with their truck with their Trump flag on it, um, and then shooting into or over the crowd, whichever one it was. Um, and the cops just kind of letting them go. Uh, that's going to get more common if he loses, or not. I'm sorry, when he loses. This is I. I mean, this is, this is another one of those nerdy fucking things. Is that like I, I've. I listen. God damn! I you know while I'm working, I I do physical labor. By the way, um, I've oh, man. The reason I we we were gonna try to podcast last night, and I sat down to uh, mix the most sports uh, podcast, and I was so fucking tired from the day of dealing with all of this uh, scaffolding, and I had just unloaded. Uh, I mean, a big trailer full of of metal basically by myself into an alley um and i i feel today like i lifted weights with a champion um so uh yeah we i just fucking fell asleep um i i I was i was working i was getting done with the most sports thing and i was like there's no way i'm i'm gonna barely make it to get it uploaded onto the website and all the 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 technical shit done um which by the way the reason that you're probably hearing this about four days yeah probably about four days after we're recording it is because i got to do the commercials uh so uh enjoy all that um it is america after all and you can't have a podcast without commercials yeah well i mean they are our own products and 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 we're sorry so if I'm hearing you correctly, that what you think is going to happen, Joe Biden wins, and then within six years, so not even his in his first in, term, the within, state, within the six state years. Of, the state of Kentucky, and I, I'll give a caveat to that, if there is not a federal change to the law. Um, and I think that he – I mean, one of the uh, – I really, I, I wish that I, I could remember at all where I heard this. It was, it was probably, uh, it was probably an NPR show. Um, but yeah, it just, go ahead. I've completely forgotten what we were talking about. I'm too stoned. Um, in, in NPR or uh, Joe Biden? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, Kentucky would... Um... Oh, that's right. About legalization. Um, right. Six years. Uh, um, if there's not a federal... <clears throat> well, sure, but what I mean, I think... If, Let's if just go it, ahead if, and ask the question, will there actually be a, a federal change? Because the way I look at it is the House of Representatives was already set up to pass the Moore Act, which was going to legalize uh, marijuana federally. And then the their thinking was, as I understand it, and I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, the Democrats in the House, the benefit of the doubt, that 
they wanted to wait for the election to flip the Senate and saying that, well, what good does it do to pass it now? Because the Senate with McConnell being the uh, leader of the Senate, he'll just, you know, knock it down and shut it down. It won't get anywhere. So the way I look at it is if the Democrats hold on to the House and if the Democrats win the Senate on November the 3rd, then what's to stop uh, pot from being made legal? I mean, Congress makes the laws. If you're the Democrats and you're going to do this and you've got the House and you've got the Senate and you've learned with these last four years about, you know, what happens if you don't take advantage of the power when you actually have the power yourself and you are just going to allow this, you know, country to God, keep I, I hope they do I, going I, more and more to the extreme. Well, I hope they do too. But the question I mean, is, here, here's, will what, they? Wouldn't wouldn't this be wonderful? And I I, I know it's not going to happen because Democrats are 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 a fucking herd of cats. Um, but if they just said, okay, we we are in control of the Senate now. We're going to vote on all of the bills that have been tabled by McConnell. Uh, just, just. Well, I mean, that would be even better. But what? Let's keep it for a moment on the on the pot issue. I mean, do you see? Well, that the, would be that would be one because the the House has already passed it, right? No, the House has not passed it. They they delayed their vote until after the election. Okay, they were going to vote on it like on September the. 21st or something well, well, like why that. Would, why wouldn't they just go ahead and do it when they... Well, that's a good question, Alan, and that that's, that kind of makes me concerned, and it, it, I can be cynical about it and say typical Democrat, but they said at the time that they were going to go, that they were, they were going to vote on it and pass it, but they wanted to wait until they had a chance to also win over the Senate. So my question is, it's a direct, simple question is, will the Democrats do this? They keep the house. They win the Senate. I, you know, I do they I, vote to legalize pot. I, I really oh, wait. Hold on. <clears throat> oh, here's thank you, dear. I have my globe. Let me gaze into the future. I I don't. I, I fucking don't know. I really hope so. I, I will. I'll just. I'll put it like that. See, that that's my thing. It's a possibility. I hope so. Well, uh, but. They're definitely not a liberal party. If after four years of Donald Trump, they don't they legalize were to, pot for get fuck's control, sake, it's the only thing that's gotten us through this shit. Excuse me, that was beer. This um, was also beer. That they would um, cheers, everybody. If if they're if they're not going to go ahead and uh, and legalize pot after you know four years of talking about how horrible and what a fascist Donald Trump is, then. They're just they're just full of it. You know, they're they're garbage. They're a sham party. They are definitely not a liberal party. Now, are they identical to the Republicans? No, that doesn't make them liberal. And I'll tell you this, man, if if uh, if the Democrats control the legislature and they don't legalize pot, this really will be the last time that I ever vote Democrat. And if you want to see somebody be this liberal libertarian fringe uh, purity but, but guy, Dave, I Dave, will definitely be, become that um, Dave, not long it, it, after the, the Dave, turn of the new year. Yeah, Dave in twenty thirty two. Yeah, 
AOC will be eligible to be president. Well, she'll have to be running for another party, and if she's if <laughs> awesome. if, if, if she's if she's uh, if she is actually anything like I think that she is, I think that she would actually agree with me, and I think that by twenty thirty two, she would run either as an independent or a green candidate. I, I don't know, or I the s- Democratic Party will die. I seriously think that she's that she and that squad group are are they are doing everything they can to bend the party and i think that might and i think they are too but that, it's gonna... that might be the approach you know if, if they can do it if they can pull it off because they've had a big influence young people agree with them and i think the democrats understand that young people are their base you know you you get old rich white people you know that's the republican base um you're you're really if you're if you're appealing to young white americans you're probably appealing to older black and latino and i mean i would hope i i I don't know i i just think the biggest difference between the Republican Party and 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 uh, the Democrats is that there is a a, a legitimate you know attempt to to reach out to a whole bunch of different communities by the Democrats and the Republicans are just trying to get. Yes, but all of these different communities can still be conservative, right? Like Hispanics can be conservative. Blacks can be conservative. Gays and lesbians can be conservative. That's part of the superficial, dumbed-down view of America. That is, I think, another uh, characteristic of conservative politics is that it, it... Everything always has to be really dumbed down. As soon as you inject any kind of lucid thinking, you just get you, you get shut, shut shut down. I mean, kind of like what you were doing earlier in the podcast, where I am a puritist because I think for myself about politics. I don't just okay. You tell me, answer this question, yes or no, and I'll answer yes or no, and then I'll shut up and I'll do what. No, you want no. Me to I do. by purist, I meant that that. Someone who, if you decided that they weren't up to your standards as liberal, they were conservative. You're a purist. If they're not like you, they're the other. But you're talking in in ways that are unnecessarily vague. What I'm saying is, if if you are an advocate of the war economy... You're not a liberal. You make it sound like I'm just basing everything on my own subjective, uh, undefined standards. That's not what I'm doing. I'm, I'm yeah, saying if, but here's, if, here's if you the, think here's it's okay thing. to start a war and kill you could, people, you could say you're not a liberal. You, now, you, what's wrong with, with that statement? There, there's nothing, however, you would have to... Then what's the point of the however? There's nothing you, wrong you, with it. You There's would nothing have, wrong with you it. would have to ask the these people that you say are are conservative these questions, because I think that as a, as you pose them, they are an automatic 
no. And if you then get specific in a nice way, uh, said person might go, well, yeah, I did kind of support that. Um, And I think there's a lot more in a lot of a lot of politics, man. There's a lot of people that don't pay any fucking attention. You're right. I agree with you. And there's a lot of apathy. And and being apathetic is also not being liberal. Well, I don't know. They there are people that are really involved in their community, blah blah blah. But they they just they don't pay attention to the news and they don't care. We're all involved in our community, man. Like you live on Earth, you're involved in the community. Yeah, but I I don't I don't volunteer to to help out the the uh, girls Fine. soccer team. Fine, I mean team you, you from... volunteer. I mean I'm not again. I'm not saying that uh, there's a you non-existent... know you know what I mean by the term involved in the community is somebody that's but anyway you know, I'm on glad the you... board of X and I'm, blah, I'm glad blah, that blah, you blah. brought up uh, uh, apathy and people who don't pay attention because. Um, that's also another example of being conservative, right? Because if you're apathetic, you're basically for the status quo. You know, that you don't think anything needs to change or improve, and you don't care. You're anti-intellectual. Like, you're above thinking about it. Mm. So I thought that a fun way to end the show was, I'm going to throw out a couple of uh, overrated, underrated pairs, and you can tell me if you agree, and then... In the like thirty seconds that it takes me to say these, um, if you can think of your own overrated, underrated pair, then you can uh, inject it. Okay, sounds ready fun. to go. Yeah, sounds fun. Do it. Okay, um, overrated Sweden, underrated honey bunches of oats. Um, sure, yes. Overrated ESPN, underrated biscuits. I'm just going to have to agree, depending on the biscuits. Okay, now I'll give you the two terms, and then you tell me which one goes with underrated or uh, overrated, okay? Okay. Um, Voting, Eddie Van Halen. Uh, Overall... Wow, that's tough, man. Because I think that voting is definitely overrated, and that's a bad part of the American system. I mean, everybody puts everything into that one act. And it's kind of like I was saying at the beginning of this segment is, you know, life still goes on after the election. I mean, you still have to pay attention. You still have to hold people's feet to the fire. You have to have some sense of expectations otherwise you don't have any way of gauging what's going on yeah and but if was, you're was accomplishing Ed, was anything eddie van halen underrated i don't think so there's a lot of people that say he's the greatest guitar ever guitarist ever and he's he's one of the great electric guitarists uh yeah but usually if you're if you're considered to be one of the greatest ever that definitely means that you're if anything overrated Right, that which is underrated is that which is never held in the esteem of being the best ever. Mm. But I'll tell you what isn't underrated, and that's the modus operandi podcast. Yes, hey y'all, 
You know, Dave, uh, I've got this feeling that... Uh, Regardless of what happens after November the 3rd, after nothing the, good is ever going to happen again. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was getting around to. Uh, okay. Bye. Okay. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Modus Operandi Podcast. This episode was recorded at the IFPR Studios in Louisville, Kentucky, and the Bad Teacher Studios in an undisclosed secret bunker. With Dr. David Overby and Alan Miller. Produced, engineered, edited, and mixed by Alan Miller. Music by the Institute for Psychic Reform. Intro remixed by Hydropod. Please join us again soon for the 208th episode by subscribing to the show wherever you get podcasts. Search for us on Facebook or wherever. A poorly kept webcage with uh, recent episodes is available at psychicreform.com slash mopod. That's psychicreform.com slash mopod. Where you can also find the RSS feed to directly subscribe to this show. Search for Alan Evil on Twitter for weird freeform poetry. But not the Alan Evil that's been suspended. The one that's Big Al in a bunch of numbers. Listen to him uh, reply to the unhinged tweets of our liar-in-chief and the occasional cute animal video. The Mopod gift store is a fictional entity and the products advertised are imaginary. Mopod! Stay safe, wear a mask, and maintain a safe distance from others. Good night.